Hello, everybody. As always, um, it's imperative you like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Um, is how we do everything here. Word of mouth. That is the most important thing about everything that you know anybody in our profession does. That is how we get pure content out. Um, starting today, I actually I spent I did something that I never usually do. I spent time looking at the Patreon webpage and I actually put some shit together. Um, it's been dropped down to a very generous amount. A dollar a fucking month, man. Like, such an insignificant amount of money because I I don't care. It's all about about the community. It's all about growing everything. So for an insignificant amount, you can get behind-the-scenes content, early access, um, other exclusive content. Me, Molly, and other maybe guests are going to be doing Patreon-only episodes, live streams, that kind of shit. So if you want to get on board that for a dollar a month, you can do that. Um, really good shit. Um, yeah, we're gonna try to do. I think we're, I don't know. I'm shooting for like two, three times a month. I think for solo episodes, that Patreon kind of shit. So Molly will help me in all that. We always have a good conversation. Um, secondly, uh, we have an album from a really close friend and a former guest in the episode, Little Baby Faces Walla has a new album dropping October 25th that I want to promote. Um, it's called The Midwest Ranger 4. Uh, check that out. It's on SoundCloud. Or it's going to be out on SoundCloud. Um, other Probably. I don't know. Probably just SoundCloud. I guess I don't really know. But um, really anticipate, highly anticipated project. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Uh, without further ado, I might as well introduce the episode. Uh, Benny the Jet. It was a great fucking time with him. Uh very interesting character um overall just a really great great time and a great episode i think we covered a wide a wide variety of topics and um we really got to know each other really well in the span of hour and a half hour 45 minutes so um really intriguing conversation indeed um so yeah here's the episode um yeah shit we might as well start this calister hours as always i'm your host coleman um, fucking really special guest today, Benny the Jet. Uh, I've been looking forward to having you for a while. Appreciate um, that. I've been listening to your music. Uh, I'm really impressed with the amount of outreach you've gotten. You're in the K's for, I think, quite a few, or a couple of your songs. Mm-hmm. Right? Three, three, or yeah, 2K for Addicted, 1K for Cobra, 1K for Hamptons. That's yeah. right now. The Hampton track is really tight. I really appreciate the, that. Uh, the beat. Um, really poppy and really, you know, really catchy. Yeah. A re- uh, repeat listener for sure. I really enjoy that. That's uh, the goal. It was definitely supposed to be like a like a Tiger vibe is what I want to go for. You know, like Tiger Lil Wayne, Chris yeah. Brown type. Just You want to cut this for me? Yeah. Um, Molly, do you want to grab... Do you have a lighter over there somewhere? I, uh, I might have. Yeah. No, I don't. I usually have my lighter on me. So you do or don't smoke a lot of cigars? You were saying you just had. I've I've smoked two two like real cigars. I smoke swishers and stuff, but okay. um, like I smoked two real cigars my whole life, and they were little Cohibas. They're big as fuck. <laughs> yeah, these aren't necessarily super tight high end by any means, but it's a so good taste of Havana. Mm. Shout out Havana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cuban knockoff, I think, is like. 
How do you light yourself fast? What the fuck? <laughs> you gotta like you gotta puff it essentially. So kind of that. I'm letting Michael Jordan down right now. <laughs> uh, um, so tell me a little bit about. I know we were kind of talking before the podcast. You don't want to do like you're not. You didn't want to necessarily do the straight up, you know, interview type yeah. style. But what, um, you know, for those of you who might not know, people who might not know, uh, what is some of your origin? In yeah, so my name is Benny the Jet. I am a rapper from Iowa City. I was born in Los Angeles. Um, I'm 20 years old. Uh, I've been making music for like four years now. Oh, yeah. like that. More than that. Like, I've been, my whole life been entertaining. Like, I literally tell my girlfriend on the way up here, I was like, babe, like, I gotta make it because like I'm not good at anything else. Like I'm I'm an entertainer. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Straight up, dog. Like I can't. I, I'm not good at like polish like you're good at. Like you seem like a real man's man. You know what I'm saying? You got the cigars out. You're like, you want a beer? You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you. Like I see I see. <laughs> I see, I see you into that nerdy shit too. That's what I like. I like that shit. But like, oh, you had the you. cigars and beers ready. That I was like, all right. As a whole, like that's that's, that's literally like putting down your stamp of like, yeah, I'm a boss. Like, come through. I got, I got these cigars. You know what it is. You want to smoke a little bit? You heard it here first, folks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, on a serious note though, uh, I've been making music a while, and uh, it's been hard. Uh, excuse me. It's been hard. Like, you know, getting past the bullshit trying to weave your way through the industry you know what i'm saying like i've made a lot of connections and it's been dope but yeah no back to what who i am i'm benny the jet i'm a rapper um i'm on all platforms spotify all that shit but i guess i don't know i was adopted okay um so i was born in california but uh when i was like nine months old i was adopted okay and my uh my uh, my parents moved to Iowa when I was four. My adopted parents moved to Iowa mm-hmm. when I was four. I didn't really know my parents, like my birth parents. Okay. But anyways, um, moved here. My dad passed away. Like my adopted dad passed away when I was eight. And so like, I don't know. My my only outlet as a kid really was like entertainment and like mm-hmm. making other people like laugh and stuff because I noticed I had like a gift early on. Like when I was in preschool, I literally got, uh, got a nomination as like most likely to be a stuntman. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and it grows That's up, funny. and then I was in middle school. I was voted most likely to become famous, and uh, so like yeah, when I just wanted to like cheer people up, and when I was little, I just wanted to like cheer up sick people. Is what I used to say when I was like little, little. And my mom always was like, yeah, like there's something here, and so she always encouraged me to you know pursue anything like theatrical or music related. Um, so yeah, that's that's really like kind of my background. I I started doing it just for like to entertain like people and myself like distract myself from like the trauma and the shit I was going through mm-hmm. as a kid and uh you know I like to have fun so <laughs> I don't know I was always a wild kid to be honest with you and so yeah that's I guess it kind of reflects in like my music as well here now like <laughs> as an adult but yeah uh if I'm picking up correctly I have to party a lot yeah, I mean I used to used like to? I've been I'm booed up now yeah it happens yeah it happens with age <laughs> you know what I'm yeah it's it's always better to like try to puff it while you're laying it all right my bad yeah Whoa, you're fine. i'm an amateur cigar smoker i'm not even gonna lie to you guys i'm not an official official what's the word aficionado efficient or aficionado or yeah, whatever right. like we're both dumb as fuck we don't know what the fuck <laughs> we're talking about no nah, but 
um, listen to the podcast. The promise is going to be good. <laughs> Continue watching. Um, so you said you're 20. That's pretty young for uh, getting where being where you're at. Yeah, you know, with K's, I'm I, I'm honestly really impressed. Like, uh, this might be jumping ahead a little bit, but how do you how do you get to that like level promotion? Like, like and the crazy thing is too, I was really thinking about this like on my way up here. I was looking at my like that's why I can tell you the numbers like, exactly. I was literally looking them up. I was trying to get ready for the interview and in case <laughs> threw some curveballs at me. But um, how much? Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, I only have like like right now like 138 like monthly listeners. Like currently, as we speak, but the crazy thing is, is like those listeners are like really like, you know, they're loud. Like you know, like it's not just like you know, here and there. Like they're pretty frequent and they get those streams up. I have a good fan base, like a loyal fan base, and then like people share their music with their friends and stuff. And it's all situational. Like when I do a show, I always notice like a spike in my streams because you know you promote mm-hmm. yourself and people talk to you. Like I uh, last week I headlined Voodoo Lounge in Cedar Falls. And the guy came up to me afterwards. He was like, he's one of the security guards, and he was, he was like, oh, like, he was asking me about my song Ben Kenobi, um, and asking me like why I wrote a song about that. I'm like, well, I'm a Star Wars fan, <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, check me out, and like that definitely got like a follower there. And you know, it's just it's just really interacting. And like this COVID thing has made it harder to do that, but like, I don't know. It's it's really just knowing people and being able to relate to people, and that that relates to streams. Ultimately, is relating with people relates to streams. Yeah. No, uh, that's that's really cool. They're able to do that. So is it a lot of like word to mouth? That- yeah, I would say so. And like I don't know, I, I I like to be pretty like controversial when it comes to my social media. Like on mm. my Twitter, I like just, <laughs> like just like drop oh drop like <laughs> like drop a little diamond there. Have some people talking. Like what the fuck? Like it's funny. On my like, dude, it's Twitter. Like I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Twitter. All right. <laughs> I mean, it might come back to bite me in the long run, but at the same time, I'm having fun. I'm still doing me, but I'm young. You know, I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just really, it's really like staying like consistent with content too. Mm. You really gotta stay consistent with content. Like I told my girlfriend in the car, literally, like we're in a time of quarantine. Like, why the fuck is anyone gonna care about your Instagram post? Like, why that? Like, why should they care about that? There's so many other things to be distracted about. Like, we got COVID. You know what I'm saying? For one, we got like the whole. Like Trump, yeah. Biden, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever's going on in the news, is always something new. Tory Lanez and Megan Stout, it's always something new. Mm. So why should they care about you? Stay consistent. Give them a reason to care yeah. about you. That's a good point. Uh, it's dev- and, You know, especially in how fast everything moves, it's really important to kind of stay in that. Exactly. That you got to stay relevant. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of my biggest problem with uh, with Instagram and all the social media. Is like really, I resent it so much where it's like it's such a requirement for me to – like you know go on my way and post on it yeah I feel like but um how'd you get your name benny the jet i mean there's obviously <laughs> the song but i mean yeah no so my um i mean i always tell people so my mom's favorite artist elton john uh, when i was in uh mm. school i was in track and i wore these oh, fuck I, yeah. I wore these pink cleats and they're like you look like a pink jet because i did like the 100s and 200 uh like uh races and hurdles all that shit so like the fast the fast fast stuff so they said I was like a, a pink jet, Benny the Jet. Like um, when I was as in, in church, there's this guy. Every time he would see me, anytime he'd see me, he'd go Benny, Benny the Jet. <laughs> I'm like, man, I hated it. I hated it, but eventually I embraced it. I embraced it and made it my own. It's kind of like you know, people. I mean, people like to say it to be fun, but like I was like, you know, I'm gonna take that and use it and empower myself. And I love it. It's a fun name. People always ask me. You, you, you asking? So yeah. you know, what I'm saying it's a conversation starter for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. 
you know, I think yeah, there's obviously the uh, Benny the Jet reference. Do you have a do you have a preference, uh, Elton John versus Billy Joel? I feel like that's always uh, Elton a, John, just because that's what I grew up on. Like yeah, I really didn't sense. listen to much Billy Joel growing up. My mom played. She was a piano. Well, she still plays piano. Um, mm-hmm. And so like yeah. she loved you know the melodies and stuff, and she could play Elton. She played by ear, and oh, so she just wow. listened to his music and just play that. So you've had so do you have like well I guess adopted but does your adopt does your adopted family still have like a uh, musical influence? Oh that- oh yeah, dude! Like it was crazy. My my growing up, my grandma like she would take me to Orchestra Iowa concerts. Mm. Which like no no kids is going to Orchestra Iowa unless you're like living in some bougie ass like <laughs> suburb. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like to be honest, nobody, especially where I came from. Sorry, I'm like getting loud on the mic. But especially where I came from, like Kelowna, Iowa, Amish town. Like, oh damn. Like, no one around me was doing the shit I was doing. Like, my, my, my family made it very, like, um, made a point to culture me, you know. And, like, they're, like, they're very white, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, the culture, like, you know, like, the culture, but it was culture. It was musical culture. It was, you know, getting kind of a, a background of, like, classical music and theater. And I fell in love with theater when I was young, like, really young. And I've done hella musicals and plays and all kinds of stuff. And I, I, I don't know, I, I always wanted to be like an actor. I don't want it to be a, a rapper or whatever. Like, I want to do it all, to be honest. But right now, this is what I've found success in. Yeah. And, and so. That's the that's the true key point of like, you know, somebody in, you know, these kind of oh, positions. Shit. <laughs> Yo. It's all good. <laughs> My bad, it's dog. Good. The table's designed for that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I relighted. Uh, Wayfair. <laughs> You ever hear the Wayfair conspiracy? Oh, what is what is that? Oh, it's like a it's a thing with the pedo. Like the uh, is it QAnon? Is that part of there? Like the the whole pedo. I mean, like the, the pedo deal, trafficking oh. deal. It's like trafficking kids, basically. You know what it is? Oh yeah, I know what it is. I watch it. <laughs> my my girlfriend's so much smarter than me. It's ridiculous. My girlfriend's so smart. That shit's all really fucked up, though. Uh, Netflix just got hit with a felony yeah. lawsuit for the cuties. the cuties. Yeah, the kids twerking. I didn't Thank see fucking it. Fucking god. I didn't. I didn't really know too much about it, but I saw the. Did you hear about the audition process? Yeah, you told me. What? My girlfriend like, told me about the audition like, process. Like two hundred girls were twerking in front of like male executives. Ah! No. For the show, so it makes it even worse. Like. <laughs> oh my god, that's like, terrible. Netflix oh wildin'. That's the that's the that's the that's the title of this episode. Netflix wine. <laughs> oh my god! It is truly disgusting how people with that much power can just, you know, and how Netflix ignored all of it too. Yeah. They kept it up on. It's probably still up on their website, even with the lawsuit. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's fucked up. Fucked up world we live in. Do you have any opinion about anything with Epstein? I mean, I'm sure oh, like yeah. the rest of the public. Yeah, no, like. That's just crazy, bro. I mean, dude, I watched the documentary, and there's so many. It's just like so much proof. Like, like even the fact that like er, there isn't proof is proof in itself. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like <laughs> the fact that that dude mysteriously like killed himself. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> How this security footage just happened to be turned off. Right. All these things, like it's just so fucking obvious, and it's yeah, it just seems like everybody's in on it. Yeah. It's a true uphill battle. Uh, fucked up shit. Um, what are some of your going back to the music? Like, what are yeah. some of your influences? Like, uh, what's kind definitely of- like anybody who knows me knows like my biggest influence is Michael Jackson. Um, I spent like my <laughs> whole 
my like childhood literally like I had mirrors in my room where I would just dance to Michael Jackson like there's huge mirrors to like there's a closet so like the whole like you know when you go into a closet you open the door the whole door was a mirror so like dude my my room was a dance studio you know what I'm saying it was a it was a concert hall whatever I wanted it to be I was the only child so I had to make the most of it and like it was always like turning on Michael Jackson you know doing the moves um but yeah that he, he's huge um futuristic huge influence of mine i wouldn't really say like like when it comes to my rapping per se but just as like a as a as a person who's like in the industry mm. like he's really really smart he's really good at um you know branding and and putting other artists on like he's he's not selfish like i met the dude i opened up for him he's he's a great he's a great guy and uh yeah so definitely like my influence there is like as a person I, he makes me want to be a better person he's mm. very ins- inspirational on uh instagram well all his social media very inspirational inspirational he uh yeah he's really just like stack stacking his money and just like putting using that money to put other people on and putting himself on like he just launched uh indie amplifier which like i don't i have no affiliation i haven't even used the site yet this is not a plug but indie <laughs> amplifier like this is like the cheat code for artists mm. okay like this motherfucker go go check this out indie amplifier well you want to look that up um amplifier. it's dope it's um so literally like you go on there and you'll see uh oh nice we have a screen yeah, so you'll, you'll see, uh, you'll like literally, you want to collab, you want to collab with somebody, there's just hella artists and the price is straight up. There's, um, so it's like a you need, social network community. Yeah, you need, you need something mixed, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Send it in. You need, uh, you want someone to react to your video. Say you want someone to react to this video right now. You can oh, get, you can even get that? Yeah, you can get people like wow. right here. Oh, um, there's damn. like go up to services and they get like they got package deals, but like, see, it's like merch, YouTube reactions, videography, beats audio engineering, graphic design, like whatever you need to help yourself as an artist or as a Damn. brand, they got it on there. And they just launched that like a few days ago, like maybe this last week or week before. Oh, wow. It's new, new. So like that's the kind of shit that Futuristics is doing. That's why it's so inspirational to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he's putting people on, using the money he's made, the success he's gotten from YouTube to put other artists on. He's such a personable dude. And yeah, go check it out. If you're an artist, it's wow. a great tool for you. That's interesting. And that's no plug. Like, I'm not affiliated with it at all. <laughs> um, so this is kind of a philosophical question. Do you, I guess, do you think, like, when you're kind of doing a service or, like, asking people to follow, do you think that's cheating in a way? What do you mean? Like, if you're if you're trying to get that social media presence to react to your things purely for the sake of reacting, do you think that's cheating in a way at all? Um, do you think it's cheating? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Do you, I, I mean, it's hard to tell in this day of the age. I, I'm just trying to like, figure out what you mean, like your definition of cheating. Well, I guess it's hard to tell because we are in the day, day and age of the internet where we're competing against an algorithm. So it does make sense in that scheme. But there, I think there's something like, you know, original and, you know, just making it on terms of just being that talented and yeah. people, you just happening to, you know, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a tricky thing. Cause so it's my, my thing about it, I was literally just talking about this with my girlfriend again. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we be having deep talks for real. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. No, but like the thing is, nowadays people don't really give a fuck about celebrities like like fucking Tom Hanks and shit like that. Like we care about Tom Hanks, but we don't really care about that. We we care about what influences mm. us or like people nowadays. Like at least the I generation see. coming up, the people actually viewing, giving us streams. The people care about who you are as a person. We see so many cancellations because people are really digging into who you are as a person now. It's not really <coughs> excuse me, you on a movie screen. Or you, you know, whatever on MTV, well, whatever. It's, they don't really care about Katy Perry as much as they care about like, um, fucking Logan Paul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's all about who you are. 
Yeah. So, yeah. like, you really got to stay, like, in there. Like, you got to give them a reason. Like, like they know, people follow me because they know that I'm going to be, like, say some off-the-wall shit. Yeah, I, I wasn't saying that about you necessarily. I guess... Oh, I, yeah, no, I'm I, just trying to tie it all together. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, uh, no, I, I, I do appreciate that uh, mantra. Like, I would say it is true that, like, kind of the idea of the celebrity is dying in a way. Yeah. You know, as everybody's kind of getting integrated into social media and how quickly that all comes and goes, you know. Like, even the people who at one point make a career out of it, they're dead, you know, years later. What was it? Shane Dawson? Didn't he just get canceled? Oh, yeah. He been canceled. Yeah. That man been gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing these days, too. You say one thing and you're you're fucked. It's kind of a, it's a interesting dynamic. Yeah, people try to cancel me. People try to cancel <laughs> my manager. People, man, it's just, it's a weird, I've talked about my other podcast. I'm not going to get into it too much, but, like, the cancel culture is crazy, like, the fact that we have that power to just cancel somebody well, without any like real like back backing yes. to to whatever it is, what whatever you're canceling someone over, like someone can tweet like, um, like the owner of Eminem's like jerked off a kid, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and people people, people are, you're gonna see like 50 articles like <laughs> like Eminem founder jerks off children like, and people are gonna like stop eating Eminems whether it's true or not. Like that's the power we have right now. Like as funny as that is, like that's the power we have, and it's crazy. You know, I I truly wonder if there's like uh those articles are like pre-written and they just like have like a fill in the blank kind of deal. They oh, have I'm a sure. Program where it's like, all right, insert this person, this activity, and just because <laughs> you see those tweets, a guy tweets and like 15 minutes later, there's like 10 articles yeah, about it. It's exactly. Like, Jesus, the, the, like there's no way there's like being time put into that. Like on the level that you know, some people just have too much day. time. Some people just like <laughs> too much money. They're like, "What? What am I gonna do? Just fuck around with some people today?" Like, yeah, especially during COVID. I mean, fuck. oh yeah, that's, that's what I'm like. That's what I'm saying. Like, people just have so much time. Why should they care about you? You know what I'm saying? And it all ties together. Like, this is it's crazy. Yeah, crazy day and age we live in. Um, so what's what's uh what's your style of rapping? Do you do a lot of freestyle? Do you do a lot of writing? Uh, I write mostly. Okay. Um, like you can definitely tell the difference between my freestyle and my written because mm-hmm. my freestyle is like not as good. <laughs> like I'm, you know, you know, you know how it's like. I'm not like Lil Wayne. I don't just go in there. Like I can, I have done that. Like for features, like say, um, I'm on the road or some shit. Like I'm going to a show and somebody hits me up. Like yo, like can I see you're gonna be in town? Can I get a feature? I'm like, yeah, sure, like, you know, I'll tell them my price, and if they agree, you know, pull up, whatever, they, if that's the, the situation, I'll pull up, and, like, I'll just, you know, go in there freestyle, listen to what they have going freestyle, and, you know, I've done some really dope shit from there that you wouldn't even know, but, like, I, I tend to, like, like to write more, because I just like the the time and effort I put into it, because I can really, like, think of, like, punchlines and stuff, like my Ben Kenobi song, like, mm. you just gotta, like, I literally, like, some of my songs literally Google shit, like, I'm on Google, like, I'm like, okay, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a rhyme that, like, rhymes with, like, um, like, I put in hippopotamus, and then I look at, like, <laughs> I look at, like, things to do with hippopotamus, so it's not, like, I'm, like, you know, rhyming with hippopotamus, and, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I'll try, like, like, fact check my shit, too, because, like, I've heard a lot, like, a lot of rhymes, like, Macklemore, he said, like, in one of his songs, he said, like, so, like, four stripes Adidas. I'm like, bro, it's three. Like, what, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, dude, you put this shit out. You did a whole music video. Like, how did you not see it when you were shooting the music video? Or, like, just look at the, your feet, bro. Like, but, yeah. So, like, when I come it comes to that, I like to, you know, try to find shit to actually, like, dig up. I like to throw in references. Like, like my, my influences have been, like, you know, uh, like, 
futuristic and also like Charles Gambino, like oh, er, yes. like early Gambino, like I'm talking like Bonfire and like just the yeah, zany shit he was saying. Camp. Yeah, Camp. Yeah. That whole album's fire. Um, go check that out. It's old as fuck, but go check that out. That shit's fire. Because the internet might be one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. What it, uh, was it? Hip hop? Was it considered hip hop? Uh, I mean, I think it was. I mean, okay. he, I think he did a lot of rap because I mean that was definitely That's a blend. True, he did. That was definitely a blend. Like he definitely did it's plenty like a of singing in that. Album almost, like, yeah, I'm about to do something different. Yeah, like R and B, hip hop kind of. Like, uh, I don't know, like more like an Outcast kind of album, maybe. You know, kind of how they do mixed of like singing and rapping. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so you said you performed. Uh, name. I've seen you perform a lot at the Voodoo Lounge. Uh, I perform, I opened or opened. I headlined there twice. Okay. Um. I've done hella shows at Gabe's, uh, like last year, like when COVID wasn't happening. Me and my manager Quincy Jones, well, my manager mostly like through like put on these shows, and I would like host them or you know perform like headline, like you know have artists go and then I'd like go last, like type get like local artists involved. Um, but yeah, uh, where else? I've uh, Des Moines, like here, I opened up for the baby and uh, let's see. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I've been all over Valley Belt Ballroom. Sorry, I just had a blank. Um, Vaudeville Muse just closed down. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, that was a fun venue. That was a cool venue. I liked it. It was, like, real retro. It really sucks that COVID took out such a dope venue. And they might take out Gabe's, too, which is terrible news because, like, Nirvana's played at Gabe's. Like, every. Dude, like, yeah, like, before they were, like, Nirvana, Nirvana, like, they played there. But, yeah, so it's, like, a historical, like, venue. Like, a lot of people have graced that stage. And it was always, like, really electrifying. Like, the crowd, all every time in Iowa City, like, they always were lit. Whether it was a small crowd or a huge crowd, like, every time they showed love. Uh, yeah, it is really sad how, you know, everything with COVID is just affecting the economy and taking out these, you know, you know especially focused on performance places. You know, it's curious to see at what point we'll be able to even perform indoors. It seems like there's such a focus outdoors. Yeah, I just did the voodoo, and it was like, oh, it was cool, but I performed there, like, right before, like, COVID was, like, serious, serious. Like, it was kind of just being talked about. And I, I headlined there, and it was, uh, it was, like, cool. It was lit as fuck. Like, hell, people came. It was fun. It was turn. Like, we had a great night. Um, And then, like, this time, it was, like, just me and my crew and, like, a few staff and, like, stra- stragglers that came in just to get a drink. Like, it was, you know, it kind of uh, humbled me, you know what I'm saying? It brought me back to... Back yeah. when I like perform in Rock Island to like like four people, Damn. but yeah, yeah, you you, are, you always have those shitty shows. <laughs> yeah, but like that that shit like that shit also like motivates you too at the yeah. same time. Like, all right, next time I'm gonna go harder. Like, I gotta promote harder. Or you know, you watch the Travis Scott documentary, you saw him mm-hmm. that like little like like little uh, county fair or whatever. Saw him then, and then you see, just you see, he has a McDonald's fucking burger now, bro. Like, so <laughs> I'm not letting nothing like that stop me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So get that. Uh, I heard that burger has a bunch of Xanax in it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want extra sickle mode sauce. No, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the winter. If, yeah. Uh, People are going to go crazy. I feel like the crime rate might go up. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's already. Well, maybe not so much here in Des Moines. I guess I was going to ask, what's the. Uh, is there been any lockdowns or mandates in Iowa uh, They just lifted, like, all the lock, like the mandate. Oh. Well, not, like, all the mandates. Like, it's still uh, face mask mandated. Okay. Like, they literally put out things on the concrete in Iowa City. Like, like um, kind of like a, they just stenciled it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, everywhere around Iowa City was like, yeah. uh, like, please uh, travel, like, with only your group, small groups, wear your face mask. Like, when you're going to the bathroom from your table, please wear a mask. Like, 
you know, it's very it's mandated still, but like the times are now like normal again, so like the bars are open later again, yeah. and like that's dumb. It's it's gonna close again. Like I get why they do it. Like they need money. The city needs money to be a city, so like I get it. People need to get paid, but like at what cost? And like I I mean I've I've like I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. I've gone out and like drank. Like I I go out sometimes, but like I prefer like not to. Like especially. Now I have a girlfriend. It's so much like easier just to like say no. <laughs> yeah, just to stay home and chill. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, yeah. why would I go drinking and get fucked up, like, and spend money when I can stay home, you know, get high, watch some TV shows, cuddle with my girlfriend, you know, eat some good food, just order in, like, yeah, come on, yeah, we got so me. much, so many like resources to us. Like, why do we have to go risk other people's lives to do that? Yeah. But like at the same time, like, it's still necessary in order to like function as a society. Yeah, that's the really scary thing, you know, how far are we going to push this envelope of, like, you know, because social distancing is important for that, but at the same time, you know, you, there's, you know, suicide rates are climbing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all these things, these other factors that are coming in, you know, it's yeah. really hard to find this line. I had my first, uh, my first two, like, ang- like real anxiety attacks, like, mm. like during, like, COVID, like, the first, like, big wave. I and mean, the first time, I didn't know what it was. I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. Like, I was like, I need to get to the hospital. I got to the hospital, and they're like, they checked everything. Like, they took x-rays in my chest, all that. They're like, you have really bad anxiety. I'm like, what? I'm like, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I was diagnosed with, like, general anxiety as a kid, but, like, all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, boom, it hit. And then the second one, like, I knew what to expect, but, like, I don't know. It's weird. I just never have had that before, and, like, it was just so much weird. It was a weird atmosphere. Like, everyone knows it. Like, we're we're all on the same Earth, same planet. So, like, yeah. it's just a weird time for all of us. And, like, you didn't really know what the fuck was going on. And it was just, like, it made me so anxious. And I didn't realize how much built-up anxiety I had. They literally sent me to the hospital because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, COVID is no joke. Like No, no. Uh, people think it's, a, like, a, a myth and shit. Nah, that's real. Like, that shit's real as fuck. You know anybody who's gotten COVID? Or yeah, my, uh, we have a family friend who beat it. Oh, he beat but like it was crazy. It was like when the first round hit, and it was like such a big deal that they was on, she was on the news because like oh, she, wow. she came out and they're like wheeling her out, and like the nurses were clapping and stuff. Like she had a bad, like she might have died, and she was like she's older. My mom's like, like six. I don't, wanna, I don't want to say it wrong. Like my mom literally just told me how old she was, and she killed me. You can give us a general. Like, but like she's like older. You know what I mean? Okay. She's like like over like fifty eight. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, Late like, 50s. it's the high, the higher uh, risk people. Yeah, and So, yeah. like, one of her friends, who I think was older than her, and, but, yeah, she got out of it. I don't, I don't know her name. I don't remember her name, but I just saw it on Facebook, and it was a big deal. So, yeah. And, like, I, I had friends who've tested positive for it, and I, I, I never tested positive for it. I cool. I got tested, and I, th- I lucky think I might have had it, though, to be honest. Like, I, I had, like, the worst fever of my life, and, like, I was, like, it was bad. Hmm. Fever is a symptom. Yeah, um. it, was, it, was, it was back in February, though. Okay. Like, yeah. when it was, like, starting to really ramp up. Okay. Uh, I got, like, really sick, unrelated, like, beginning of March, too. So it was really weird. I was, like, oh, I had stomach problems. And I was, like, oh, God, am I, do I have COVID? And, like, I was Did asking test- Molly. and she you get was, tested? Like, yeah. Uh, no, I actually never no. was able to. They, that was the thing here in Des Moines. They were so booked. You would, like, I was, like, I'm for going to move my seat over <laughs> a little bit. For, uh... <laughs> For that entire week, I would log on at like seven eight in the morning every morning and try to log in and see if they had any spots available. Nothing. Wow. Because they're because yeah, it was just so new. Like everyone exactly. Yeah. Well, and they prioritize people. You know, yep. if high you had people. certain yeah high risk or certain symptoms, and you know, being yep. 24, 25, you know, I'm not, with no symptoms. They're besides the stomach. They're just not gonna. They're just not gonna do it. So, um, 
So your track Hamptons, I really, I really enjoy that. Thank you, bro. Um, what was like? Who produced it? What was like, um, kind of what? What? Went so like that? the original, the original track was called, fuck, uh, it was called Bentley Coop, and it had this dude, uh, this dude. I'm not gonna say his name. Not gonna no traction, nothing, cause I don't fuck with dude no more. So like he was on that, and like then we had a, a whole falling out. Mm-hmm. And like we performed it hella, like we performed it like we opened up for the baby, all kinds of shit. So like, mm. you know, it was it's a it's a hot beat, you know what I'm saying? So I had that for a while and I had my verse, and then like I don't know, I was just waiting, and I went to a studio session with this dude I used to fuck with. He was a friend of like you know Skinny from the nineties. No, uh, he's a he's like he's a fa- he's like oh he's just a, he's famous for being like, like a bitch. Like he he's verified, but he he's famous for basically being a bitch. Like I don't know, <laughs> he gets robbed all the time. Like he, I don't know. Whatever, I'm not gonna speak on him too much. Anyways, I was somebody who used, used to fuck with him, and uh, guy Zay, Zay got the bag. He's on the track. He's in the middle, or yeah, middle verse or whatever, uh, or second to last verse. Um, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, he he's on the track, and so like I was going to a studio session, and he was like new to the area, so I was like, hey bro, like I'm going to a studio session. It was like in this fucking like penthouse type thing, and I was it was dope. It was dope locations. My boy Posey, shout out Posey, he's a dope dude. Um, anyways. We went up, um, and I had another track I was working on with him, and I literally just put that that beat on. I was like, "Yo, if you want to do something real quick, like while Zay's here, like we can just all knock something out." And he's like, "Yeah, like do you have something in mind?" I was like, "Yeah, low key, I got this beat. I've been I've been like shelving this for a minute." And he's like, "All right, bet." So put that shit on. He's like, "Oh yeah, I can fuck with this. I can <laughs> fuck with this." So I laid down my verse. I thought, "How'd it go?" Yeah, I laid down my verse, and then he laid down like the hook. The bad, bad bitches did the party in the Hamptons. He laid that shit down. And then um, Zay went and did his shit. So we had kind of like a rough draft. And then uh, Posey then like moved, like rearranged shit with the vocals. And then put, um, you know, his his hook first. Then like my verse and then his hook again. And then Zay, then his verse and then hook. And so like, yeah, we just went in there. We had a good time. And we just kind of made it on the spot. Like Zay, she was all freestyle. Posey, like since he was like mixing and mastering it. he I think, I don't remember if he... I think I think he took some extra time with it. I think he like went and reworked his verse and stuff, and he made that shit sound hot. Like, dude, he dude has a dope voice. He just actually dropped a music video for a song called "Take My Money and Run." Dope ass song. Like, I really I've been bumping that shit lately. Um, and his uh, videographer is the same dude who shot my cops video. He's mm. uh, he just shot my other video for Anthem for the Misfits. Mm. Uh, I don't, have you heard that song? Uh, it's like my it's yeah, like, I believe so. I was listening through your stuff though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like the. I don't know. It's like one of my. It's like my newest song. Um, anyways, so he shot that at Voodoo Lounge. And anyways, cool. All ties together. <laughs> Gotta give my shout outs to Posey and you know Zay, whatever. <laughs> I really enjoyed that cops video. Thank you, thank um, you. Uh, Obs, we were just talking about this. We just had him on the podcast. Uh, he's a very yes, interesting sir. character. Yes, sir. Um, oh, I love that dude, bro. His writing. Yeah. Have you ever seen him write? Write music. Uh, I guess I've never seen him write music. I mean, I've I've heard his. I've heard some of his music. And stuff. No, nah, yeah. bro. His writing process is crazy. Damn. Like he literally like. I don't want to get it wrong, but, like, uh, he'll, like, literally write down his rhymes first. Like, he'll, like, write down a bunch of, like, rhyme schemes first. Like, like he he comes up. Like, the way his mind works is just so interesting to me. Like, the way he can just, like, put things together. And it's, like, he, he sees lyrics differently. And he, like, looks for, like, so many, like, triple meanings and shit like that I can't even see. Like, yeah. if you listen to the cop's verse, like, you can just hear it. If you really, like, listen to what he says, you can really hear, like, wow, this dude's smart as fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, I really uh, one of the things I love about hip hop was you know was COP DOD yeah that kind of stuff yeah that yeah. shit was hot that's what I'm talking stuff. about like you you're like wait hold up 
Oh, I get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta like re re listen to it, which means another stream. <laughs> yeah. He he. Um, I remember when he was here. He talked. He related to Ken Lamar a lot. Um, mm. kind of like his writing scheme. Like, it, you know, I think they're both very similar in the fact that like they're telling a story. It's like a plot. Yeah. Like they're. It's almost like they're writing out a short story when they do a hip hop thing. Yeah, that's definitely what he was definitely doing. My 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 uh my writing style is not as like poetic as that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like it can be. Don't get me wrong, like. Well, you got some fun songs, you know. Yeah, I want to give I want to give better content. You know what I'm saying? I want to like like more meaningful content if that makes sense, but still have fun. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I guess like I kind of branded myself as that like turn up guy, which is you know lit because I be turning up. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I want to give my fans, like I said, a reason to care about Benny the Jet. Like, why Why should they care about me? I'm going to give them a reason. I'm going to have some new music coming out. I'm actually working on an album slowly. I have a, yeah, I have a lot of shit in the works right now. Okay. Um, I, I don't want you to give too much away, but, um, uh, because I, I don't believe you've released an album yet, have you? So, well, I've added EP, but it's only on SoundCloud. Now oh, it's like okay. in 2018. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, I don't know how much you can, how many details you can give about that. I don't know how much under the wraps, but what's been going into that? I mean, honestly, just here and there, I have, like, on my phone's on the thing, but I have, like, <laughs> ten songs ready to record. It's just really been, like, access to, like, a studio. Not even just a studio, but, like, someone who I trust to, like, mix and master my stuff, because I don't just put out content that just, like, just to put out content. Like, I want to make sure that content is good content, like, mm. when it comes to sound quality and all that, because I want it to be able to be listenable. Like, it's, I, made a <clears throat> I made a joke on my <laughs> TikTok, like, the other day. And it was like people ask you, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, that's a dope, like it's a dope song. It's almost like a real song. It's like, what do you mean it's almost like a real song? Like it is a real song. <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so like yeah, so that's, I always want to make sure my shit's like on par because I want their reaction to be like, oh, it's like a real song. As dumb as that sounds, <laughs> as dumb as that sounds, like they'll be like, it sounds like the most backhanded compliment ever too. It's like, oh, bro, like it's like I almost I was like another person's song. Like thanks, man. Like. You don't believe in me as a okay, cool, but I appreciate you loving the song. But yeah, like people always say that weird shit to me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I get that, and um, I will say the one of the things that really impressed me about you is uh, you have a very good quality of your music. I would say thank you. Like the whoever mixes and masters your stuff, and uh, I don't know. Do you work with several different producers? Do you? Like, yeah, I'll be jumping around, dude. I love okay. to collaborate with different artists. So are you meeting these people in person, online? How's that? Uh, both. Okay. Um, a lot of it's been, like, online where I got, like, a lot of my beats and stuff. It's been, like, connections I made. Like, back in the day, like, people I met, like, one time maybe at, like, a show. Because, mm. like, when I was younger, like, that's what I would say to the people who wanted to, like, really start doing this as a career. I think that lighters out, my guy. Oh, goddamn. Um, <laughs> but, um, like. You know where the matches are? Really quick. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, but if you really want to start doing this as, as a career, like right now it's a little harder, but like just show up to events. You know what I'm saying? If there is an event, I get it. Like if you want to be, ooh, one sec. I'm sorry. Ugh, What's up? Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but if you want to be, if you want to be successful, you really just got to like relate to people. And so like, yeah, I'll just meet people. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> No, nah, but I would just meet people online. You know what I'm saying? I meet people in person, and yeah, it's just—it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Like, I know you probably heard that. <laughs> We've all heard that. But as an artist, you hear that all the time. It's—it's it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Drake, for instance. You know, he would not be where he is without 
Evan, or Lil Wayne. Oh yeah, yeah. Wayne's a goat. Like I'll have that. I'll have that argument all day. Wayne put so many people. We wouldn't have like one of the biggest selling artists of like our generation without Wayne. I mean, yeah, he probably still would have been successful in his own lane, but he wouldn't have got to the height he got. Like he was doing a shit with Degrassi, which probably would have got him, you know, some attention, but not to the height that he is right now. I don't believe. To be honest, we got Nicki Minaj, Tyga. Yeah. Uh, someone like Wayne's a goat. He's been doing it since he was like what eleven. Yeah, something like that. Well, you know, all the crazy shit he went through, getting shot when he was a yeah. kid. You know, he that that man really went through a lot of experience, like, younger in age and it shows. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people really kind of give Lil Wayne a bad rap. Because, you know, they think of, like, ah, pussy monster and all that stuff. And, you know, that's, that's what they think high. about him. I said shit's high. I don't know what, y'all, I don't know what y'all tripping about. Get off my man Wayne's ah, bag, bro. I'm not saying that. I, I guess, like, the, you know, that is the criticism from people. Who, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. They're, yeah. like, oh, it's vulgar. It's the same shit you hear with rap as a genre. Yeah. It's yeah, not just exactly. Wayne. But he really did do, like, especially a lot behind the scenes. And, you know, how he brought the... He was a huge player in like the internet movement, mm-hmm. you know, bringing mix, creating mixtapes and having oh, yeah. free to streaming. Like that was like all low win. Yep. We, this all this shit with like SoundCloud and Spotify. Exactly, like, bro. You know. Like I mean, everyone knows it. Like everyone knows who the prototype for the Bumble rapper is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the 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 hair, the tat face tattoos, the skinny jeans. All yeah. that shit. The lean. <laughs> <laughs> that mumble rap. What do you think about uh, uh, that mumble rap? Are you a um, I mean, shit. I mean, it's luckily, like, people said it It was going to, like, die down, and it has, to be honest. Like, I think it's really changed more to, like, singing singy rap yeah, now. Yeah, I was just what it say is that. nowadays. Like, back in, like, what was it, like, 20, like, 15, mm-hmm. 16, that 17, like, around that, like, it was huge. Like, but, like, I'm not going to lie, I kind of bumped to it, but I can never, like, make a song like mumble rap it's just not, not my style but i don't yeah. diss on anybody who like has that mumble rap shit unless it's like absolute garbage like <laughs> if, you, if you if you can do it if you can do it and make it sound dope you know what i'm saying like no matter what you think about someone's music this like this is a there's an audience for everyone i feel like true like whether it's your mom and her friends or like a <laughs> fucking you know a stadium full of people there's an audience for everybody you got to cater to your audience and you know you gotta keep growing so i'm I'm high. I, I, thought I, was, I thought I was going with that. Oh, bumble rap. But like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't, don't just, uh, you know, don't, don't just like diss on like that's the genre. Because some people are actually like really like putting in a lot of work and shit into that. But like, whatever you think of it, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't diss on it. If you I, make I, that. I don't either. I guess the one criticism I would have about bumble rap is I think it kind of opened a back door for a lot of really shitty rap. You know, oh, it kind of, sure. you know. Uh, because I don't know how you feel about Drake, but that's kind of one of my criticisms about him is, like, I think a lot of his popularity was based off his uh, production. Um, like, his producer was really, really good, and, like, he just happened to sound really good with that. Because I think in the early days he did rap a lot, but I think probably towards later his career is a lot more about that. Yeah, it's a lot more. So. I mean, what do you think about, did you hear the new DJ Khaled songs with him? Like Not, not new, I, new, but, like, I did new. not. He has a song, like, called Grease, and it sounds like he made that shit in, like, a closet. But at the same time, that shit, like, at first I was like, dude, no. Like, no, Drake, what the fuck is this? Come on. I wanted a well-produced DJ Khaled Drake song. I don't want it to sound like you did it in your bedroom on SoundCloud. Yeah. But then you, you listen to it and it grows on you, bro. It's weird, but that's the thing about Drake is, like, he everything he makes is a hit. Like, it's weird. And you can hate on the dude all day, but, like, that, shit, that song is going to be stuck in your head later. 
Whether you want to admit it or yeah. not, you're going to be in the shower. You'll be like, mm, come with me. Oh, shit. Fuck you, Drake, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, whether you like him or not, he's makes catching music. So Yeah. It's like kind of talking about the algorithm. Like, he... He like got into the algorithm of hip hop. He just how the okay. How the fuck did you like this shit? I'm gonna let you do this. <laughs> oh shit! Look at look at us out here. Wake up! Oh shit! Yeah. I don't know how to do it. He just got puppet. It's like, hey, this probably looks funny as fuck on the fucking video. <laughs> I'm dead as hell. I'm getting it. Oh, yeah. There we go. Did you get the cigar idea from Joe Rogan? or? Uh, kind of. I don't know. I was, um, I've always just kind of had a... See, when I quit smoking cigarettes, I still found I had love for tobacco. So okay. I still do hookah, and I still smoke the cigar. Hookah's like dope, bro. I miss hookah. Oh, yeah. I have it. I don't know if you saw it. I have a really big one in the corner. Oh, what kind of... What kind of... What do you be, what do you be smoking on? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of hashish should be smoking on, my guy? Um, it, what is it? Mango? Do you want to grab that pack over there, Molly? It's like a, I don't remember. What, it, it has like some certain kind of thing in it that makes it a little more raw, a little more tobacco tasting, not as sweet. I like that sweet shit, like straight up all day. Damn, that was close. That's the, that's the difference between me and you, though. It's like I'm, I'll fully admit to like I drink girl drinks all day. Like I like that <laughs> sweet shit, bro. I know you like that raw, that like. You probably like use like musk cologne or some shit, huh? <laughs> I just don't use cologne. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know that's kind of the hippie side of me. Maybe it's like I'm I'm definitely more natural. Uh, yeah, I love that. Infused with doka. I don't Ooh. know. I don't know exactly what that. I don't know what that is, but that sounds interesting. It sounds hardcore raw, you know. <laughs> that's what we got in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. That's what's up. I don't know. It's probably uneducated and stupid, but I feel like. Smoking tobacco these ways is still healthier than cigarettes. I don't, I don't know. I think it's all cancer. It's all cancer, to be honest. But <laughs> but like, it's just like, how do you prefer your cancer? You want it in a in a blunt? You, know, you want it in a in a pipe? <laughs> well, how do you want it? Like, either way, we're all dying. I don't know. I I guess I, people didn't live as long back then. But I mean, tobacco like leaves like just smoking the tobacco leaves has been there forever. You know, like smoking blunts. Like, yeah, it's classic. You know. I, I, I guess I just I question if like smoking a blunt with a like you know with a uh, that, that's tobacco wrap is the same as that's the thing, dude. I literally like I don't smoke cigarettes. I like vape here and there. Mm-hmm. I buy a disposable vape here and there. But like when it comes to it, I'll be smoking exclusively blunts. So like, does that make me worse? You know what I mean? Like, does that make me just as bad as people who smoke a cigarette all the time? Well, um, in England, they actually, uh, the rate of cancer uh, skyrocketed because uh, spliffs are really popular. Spliffs, yep. My, my old videographer, Juan, he uh, he, he uh, was out in England for a while there, somewhere in in the UK. I don't know if it was exactly England, but he was telling me that that's how they smoke their weed. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> nah, dude, if someone says they fucking rolled a spliff, I'm like, I'm good, dog. I can miss out on that high. So with my with my hookahs, I always try to keep those clean tobacco because they say if you smoke marijuana of a tobacco use product that mm-hmm. it ruins your tobacco forever. Like you said, that, you haven't done it. I so I, yeah, everything like my hookah, like I I have not smoked any pot out of it because um, that's why I. You got to use that. a lot of it too, don't you? Like oh yeah, well to fill up a bowl, in, yeah, in, in order to like make yourself actually high from it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, and like if you're just doing that by yourself, that's just a waste of fucking weed. That's just gonna burn out, you know. Yeah, you're not like Slumdog Millionaire, bro. Like, <laughs> that'd be dope though. Like, if yeah. you could just do that, fuck yeah, why not? You know, when you're smoking hookahs, there's actually a method where you can take a, a melon. You can cut it in a half. Melon. Yeah, like a or like a cantaloupe or whatever. Yeah, and uh, you can put you can use that to smoke um, tobacco, and it actually you know you put the coals on, it and it actually infuses the fruit. That's raw. That's dope as fuck. So that sounds like organic. Yeah, I like that. Or like an orange, you can use an orange. You okay, know. I like that. It's tight. So yeah, if you fuck with hookah, I definitely recommend that. Um, how how is uh how has COVID affected you with all the? I know we kind of been talking about performing and all that, but yeah, just really slow the shows down to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it's like also kind of made me like stuck. I had a lot of plans pre-COVID. Mm. Like I was supposed to move out to LA, bro. Like, oh uh, wow, really? Yeah, I was gonna move out to LA like right. What's it like right after my birthday? Like April, in April. So like, cause like, yeah. my birthday's March thirty-first. So it was like in April I was gonna move, and um, I had it all set up. My boy Alex Simon out in LA. You know, I was gonna move out with him, work my ass off. But then COVID happened. And he was like, bro. It's like, there's no food in any of the stores around here. Yeah. People are panicking, bro. I was like, all you right. You do not want to go out to LA. I was like, right? I'm not going to try. Like, we didn't know what the, really what, how serious it was at the time either. Like, it was very serious, so everyone like was expecting the worst. So. Yeah. Everyone's leaving, man. I mean, LA really might be done after this, you know? Yeah, I also I also auditioned for uh, Rhythm and Flow, the Netflix show. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Oh, yeah. It's, huh. a, it's, a, it's um... Uh, hosted by Cardi B, T.I., and Chance the Rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and, how long did you go? Did you do that pre-COVID or? Uh, yeah, pre-COVID. Okay. Um, they, they Actually, the um, talent scout, like, hit me up. Wow, like, it was dope. No it, was, it was a cool feeling. Like, they also hit my boy, Novet, which is, like, dope as fuck. That's, like, my boy. Like, that's, like, when I see I me mean, at the top, I see my boy up there at the top. Like, in a different lane. Like, he's fire. Like, he's more like the J. Cole, Kendrick, you know, mm, lyrical shit. Mm. I'm more like the tiger. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. tiger of the group, I'd say. So, anyways, they hit me up, and they're like, yo, you should audition. Fuck yeah, I auditioned. And then they sent me a, like, fucking date and all that, and then, like, yeah, COVID. So then, like, I didn't hear anything after I sent it in, so. Yeah, fuck. That's crazy that you, uh, like, were actually doing that. Did that involve going to California at all, or did uh, it, it Well, all? like, I'm pretty sure the actual, like, filming for me would have been in Chicago. Oh, okay, if it, okay. If it would have gone through. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, so like I had so much shit going on. Like I was like I was gonna go uh, do a competition, open up for a little dirt um, in Ohio. Like and I was planning on winning that shit. Like when it comes to that shit, like I'm going for the crown, baby. So like I was, I had a lot of things I was really excited for, and then COVID happened. But I'm really like I'm not mad at where I am right now. Like on the downside, like the mental health shit's like up and down because the anxiety. But you know it's that's COVID, bro, and like it's affecting everyone. So I'm not I'm not complaining for, about where I am. I love I love where I am. Like things are hard, but it's not it's not easy. It's life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like our generation is going to be a very strong one after this because we better having be. gone through this, we better be. You know, it's so crazy too. I was thinking this the other day, like the fact that my kids are going to be born in a time where like this pandemic was always a thing for them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of COVID babies have come out of this too. Oh you know? yeah, people just inside fucking. <laughs> where that where that rubber dog? Um, bro, like those poor COVID babies. Dude, like we need supplies, bro. I need that. I need that diaper to wipe my ass, bro. What if there's another shortage of toilet paper? Yeah, isn't this. that the fucking irony? <laughs> <laughs> We're in a fucking pandemic, but us Americans, we just have to fuck each other and just dude, make America's more, the worst. Make more lives. <laughs> 
ain't gonna lie, bro. America's the worst. It's not the worst, but it's definitely up there. Like top five worst countries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it. Damn. I know I probably just pissed hella people off. You're about to lose some followers right now. <laughs> you don't want to edit that part out. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, damn, this I, man. I do not Jet hates America? I do not care about that. <laughs> when I started this fucking thing, I was like, I do not give a shit about what people think. I, I have some viewpoints too that are, you What do you think about Trump, bro? What do I think about him? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't support him by any means. Um, I do think he gets some uh, skewed media perception but um no i like i i wouldn't vote for him i did vote for him back in 2016 wow this man voted for trump <laughs> wow bro wow look at your girlfriend embarrassed yo for the people who can't see it his girlfriend right, is so embarrassed you guys, right are, now. you guys are gone <laughs> this podcast is no, no 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 it's okay dude i'm like like 90 yeah. percent of my family probably voted for trump you know you know here's the thing i regretted it probably within a month of him president what was it he he uh so my ex-wife was born or in south was really prominent in south dakota she lived there and everything and uh over where she lived they had the whole uh oil pipeline deal oh uh, yeah. yeah and yeah, i remember yeah. in the first month like no it was the first day they were fighting on this pipeline for like a year like fucking natives were like dying and like like fighting against the cops and then like ugh, fuck and then like the day of he's just like all right we're just gonna keep doing that shit <laughs> Uh no, I won't. Did I will you, not vote for him. Did you watch the debate? I did. What did you think? Uh, I think um, I don't know. I think it was crazy. It was a fucking nut show. It was not presidential of him at all. Um, I do think like if he had talked less, he probably would have exposed a lot more of Biden's uh downfalls. And you know, yeah. I just feel like he, you know, it's obvious that he has severe mental issues. He's very Joe. You know, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, it was very unpresidential and interrupt. Um, I think there were some points on that that I think got a little skewed in the media, but I mean, it was just a shit show. Uh, which points like, what, like which points? Um, I mean, you might, you might disagree on this, but I think the whole, the entire thing with the white supremacy, I I knew you were going to say that (laughs) shit, bro. I knew you were going to say that shit. I don't, I really don't think he endorsed white supremacy by that. I don't think he necessarily went about that question the correct way, and I think it was really poorly done. Um, I don't support the Proud Boys. I think you know. I don't think they're necessarily a white supremacist group, but they're very. I don't. Radical. I don't know shit about the Proud Boys to be honest, mm-hmm. honestly. But all I'm saying is like all they asked this man to do was say, could, like like say the KKK is bad. Like say like you know what I'm Den- saying. Well, so it said denounce white supremacists, or supremacists in general. Well, he's like, he what, do you sh- want, what do you want to call them? Like the well, Proud Boys. Well, he said Boys. sure. I think he's. He said sure, and I know how that can be taken to skew, but like that's just him saying yes. I feel like. Nah. You don't think so? Did, I know did, a lot of people disagree. Did, did you that. did you see did you see his campaign with the people yelling white power? That was I, on his I, Twitter, bro. Oh, I didn't. It might be still be on there. I don't know, but you want to look that up, Molly? I'm curious. It could be. It's on YouTube if it's on if they deleted it. Mm-hmm. But literally on his Twitter, I like I retweeted. I follow the man on Twitter. I'm not gonna lie. I follow on Twitter because I know he's gonna post some bullshit. Yeah. And like I want to be, I want to be on the front lines. I want to see that shit first. You know what I'm saying? No, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not condoning the man at all. He's definitely fucked up, and he's there's definitely been plenty of racist stuff he's done. I know it's different though. Like you yeah. and me, obviously have different experiences with racism, and like yeah, I'm not, true. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna put you down for what you believe or whatever, because mm-hmm. you know everyone has their freedom and they have their own experiences. But in my experience, man, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> That's yeah, all I'm gonna say. And that, and, and that whole thing. 
I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that he was like sending a signal, but the fact he said the word standby. So here's something that I heard on a podcast the other yeah. week. I think it spoke really true. The problem with doing all this campaign against Donald Trump is you have to ask the question: Is Donald Trump the problem, or is he a result of the problem? Result. What? What? What is the problem? I would say the problem fundamentally is government. I think you know, big pre- part of the reason why I initially voted for him is um you know because he really seemed like that kind of person who's gonna break the fucking tide you know drain the swamp you know i That's, think man you fell for that shit <laughs> come on bro <laughs> come on bro <laughs> i love you bro but come on <laughs> i mean I, I i hear what you're saying though i do hear what you're saying it was it, very promising like the shit if you really like looked into what he was saying you're like you know like it's not half bad but yeah like, come on and I, and I will agree he didn't not come through on a lot of his a lot of what he was going to do. And he capped I mean, so much. He definitely did. He capped so much. I would not endorse him for another four years. But I guess I would just wonder if... Like, what's really going to change? That's, if that's really going to solve the problem. Yeah. Is... I don't yeah, know. That's the thing, too. Is like, I don't... I don't know. I think it might be a little... Is indicting some... Put, or not indicting. Is, is putting somebody into office who's not capable of that position really better than just dealing I'm, with this guy for another four years uh, and then getting somebody better at it? Dude, like, I that's don't even question. know how the fuck we came to this point in America, to be honest. Like, if you... I don't know. If you just look back, I mean, I get it. Racism has always been like a. I think Bush really fucked everything up. I think I was the young minute... as fuck. I did I did not pay attention to politics <laughs> when I was when he was president. Are you talking about about his like senior or like junior? Junior. Yeah. Junior. Uh, well, just it, with uh, when nine eleven happened, so much power went to government. You know, everything with the Patriot Act, and you know what uh, the what was it the the flight people. I cannot think of the name. The, the three-letter acronym, TSA. TSA, there you go. <laughs> the Flight People. <laughs> All that. Yeah, that's my new fan base, the Flight People. The Flight People? <laughs> you, know, you know how you have, like, you know, like, your one directioners, the directioners, believers? I have the Flight People. <laughs> <laughs> the believers. That's a guy that fucking fell off Justin Bieber. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably vote for Mama JoJo. To be honest, Mama Jojo, <laughs> she's not gonna win. But here's the here's my theory. I think the Libertarian Party is gonna get more votes this year than they've ever. Got. Oh yeah, and it that I, I believe that that's, I believe that. that's hopeful in my mind. That that is like a really hopeful shift and change. Dude, that'd be so cool if we can get to that point where it's not just Democrat and Republican. If they got like if they even got like 25 percent of the vote, that would be so much for them. Yeah, that would. Be... I saw Kanye's on the ballot in a lot of states. Oh, is he actually on the ballot? Yeah. Damn. He's, um, I think he's kind of coming back, but he was going crazy there for a little bit. Uh, when Obs was on, we were watching him piss on his Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. That was funny. Jesus Christ. How, how much of a, you know, just like, fuck you, I do not care kind of person do you have to be to like piss in your own fucking Grammy? Jesus goddamn Christ. Yeah. I don't know. The thing, the thing about Connie though, is like, he's just so like, I don't know. I don't, I think like what he's trying to say in in his mind, it's like helping the people. I think like somewhere deep in there, in his weird warped like way, like he thinks he's doing something good. Like I don't think it's just purely to fight for relevance. To be honest, I think a lot of it is to do with his mental health and like it's the fact that he can't really like fully grasp like I guess how to really be social with like normal people and the fact that he can't really get his point across how he wants to, he just says crazy shit because he knows you're listening, and he's like, I'm going to get their attention, but, like, he's trying to put his little truth in there, but he's just going about it the wrong way. Like, I, like especially with the shit he was saying, like, the Harriet Tubman shit. Yeah, and he was so like, this is kind of an interesting parallel. He's very similar to Trump. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, <laughs> like, their styles are very similar. That's why they were kicking it, bro. <laughs> Dude, those motherfuckers were kicking it. Yeah, well, was in the same in in the same year. Eminem became black and Kanye became white. <laughs> I think that. Oh yeah, that I remember that with, when he did that freestyle. <laughs> yep, yep. He was like, yeah, yeah. It's that, funny. Was that BET? Or what was that? BET. What was that? What was that? I don't know. I think that just went up on YouTube. I don't know like, how you feel about that. I thought that was a really crappy freestyle. Not even like that. I'm like pro Trump or anything. Just in general, that was just not good. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about M these days. Like he's a goat. He's forever a goat. Like in his own sense. Like he's like inspired so many people. We wouldn't have. I mean, just like Wayne, we wouldn't have like so many of the artists we have this like in this day and age without M, without Wayne, without all those artists. You know. But I don't know. I like lately. It's whatever. I don't. I'll. I'll check out his shit. I don't listen to his whole album all the way through. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I don't know. His newer stuff, yeah. I I feel like there was a time where he was like, you know, really working with Dre. He was really producing. Yeah. And, you know, there was like, you could tell in the music that there was that combination. But now it seems he's more just, you know, outreaching everyone. You know, hey, who can give me a beat? Which yeah. isn't bad, but it's not, it's not the same Eminem that people are familiar with. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, it comes with age, bro. Like, he's not the same dude who was fucking, like, you know, you know, he's not, that, he's, not he's not Slim Shady anymore. He's Marshall Mathers, you know what I mean? Like he's he's like a, he's like what? He's like what? Is he four in his forties? Like uh oh, he's older than that. I think he's like fifty. You want to look that, Molly? Something I think like he's that. at least fifty, to be honest. <sighs> no, he did a lot. I really like that Godzilla track too. Um, I don't know. Do you, how do you feel about Juice World? You a fan or? Um yeah, forty seven. Yeah, oh, okay. getting up there. Getting That's up crazy. There, though, yeah. Let's see who else on there. Snoop Dogg is forty eight. Damn, is he year younger than Snoop? What the fuck, Snoop? <laughs> wow, I didn't realize. I thought Dre was older. Dude, they say they say black don't crack, but Snoop, what did you? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, um, I don't know if you like ever follow his like snappers Insta or anything, but he's oh, just yeah, like he's games funny. these days. Yeah, I I don't follow I don't follow Uncle Snoop. I love Uncle Snoop, man, but I don't follow him from from Instagram. He's just like. It's just like a kid who has Instagram. It reminds me of like a twelve-year-old <laughs> who just finds shit on the internet and like screenshots it and posts it on his, store, on his Instagram. This technology is pretty cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. But he also he just uses like an old man at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's cool. That's crazy. Only a year. Oh, his daughter's twenty-four. That makes you feel old. You know, I worked with the guy so they knew his daughter, and apparently she just like hates him. Just hates like, her dad. Yeah. Just like, you know, because, well, he wrote all those songs and was like, you know, talk, like, that's her mom, you know, yeah. talking about fucking her up and killing her and shit. I, I can imagine that would create some animosity. <laughs> did, did she, was she not the voice in, like, some of his songs, though? Was that, like, an actress or some uh, shit? Because I remember, like, a lot of times he, like, talked to Haley and then there'd be, like, a... It probably could yeah, be. Yeah, dad! Or whatever. It could have been him, to be honest. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, it probably could have been either way. She's cute. Yeah, she's cute. <laughs> Um, so we've been pretty open about pot. What are some of your, what are some of your pot experiences? Like when did you start smoking and all that? Dude, I started smoking when I was too young, bro. I was like nine or 10. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I just, I was around like, I was younger. Like I hung out with like a lot of older people. I, uh, <laughs> I, I smoked with like a lot of older people because like, or I hung out with a lot of old people because like, I don't know. I was, I was forced to, uh, <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk about, well, <laughs> we, no. I said when I was 9 or 10, I was outside riding bikes and I was smoking pot. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no. So, like, I was young as fuck. And I remember my first time being high. It was, like, ridiculous. I smoked out of a bong. I'll never forget it because I, like, the smell. Like the, well, the first time we used to smell weed, it's like, what the <laughs> f- It's really pungent. Dude, yeah. it's like, <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Like, at the time, like, you know, as a kid, you always were told, especially at that age, you were told, like, drugs are bad. Like, yeah, this shit's yeah. going to ruin your life. Like, you're never going to be the same. But, like, I looked up to this dude, and this he was... This is your band, he, he was much older than me, and, like, he he was at this girl's house, and, like, he took me everywhere with him. And so, like, either anything he was doing, I was doing. But I was, like, in elementary, and he was, like, a soft... Or, like, a, like a senior in high school or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I was, like, we're not on the <laughs> same wavelength. <laughs> but I was doing my best. I was trying to keep up. <laughs> Holy shit. So... <laughs> It's like some Lil Wayne type dude, shit, right? Dude, it was there. weird. It was weird, bro. Like, looking back at it, like, it's, like, it made sense. Like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a little bro, but at the same time, that shit's weird, bro. Like, anyway, so, like, whatever he was doing, I was doing. So, like, we hit the bong. I hit that bong, and then they're like, let's go. Let's go to the, the pool. <laughs> and, um, so, we get in the car, go to the pool, whatever. It's all good. I get in the fucking, like, the, when you walk in the pool, you got, like, shower and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the dressing room, whatever, locker room, whatever you want to call it. We get in there, and, like, that shit started to hit me. And I'm like, oh, everyone knows. Like, I was like, I was just so high, bro. Like, I went outside. Everything was so bright and colorful. And then I got up, and something in me was like, I'm going to go jump off the diving board. <laughs> I go up on that diving board. I'm standing there, and, like, I, like, freaked the fuck out. And I just dove in the water. I was like, fuck it. I'm freaking out. I dove in the water. My first time being high. I like literally the rest of the day. I felt like a dolphin or some shit. I was just like, <laughs> I was eight years old, bro. Like, what does that do to eight year old's body? Like, that shit fucks up your head. You like seeing colors. Like, that might be why. Like, I'm so like weird now. You don't know. But after that, you know, I was no stranger to it. So I guess growing up, I was always a kid that the parents were like, don't hang out with Ben. <laughs> like, he's a drug addict. <laughs> uh, I'm like rolling around in my little Toyota. Hey, y'all want to smoke a blunt? It's like, no, you can't go outside today. It's like, what? Why can't you come outside? Because you're a drug addict. Get the fuck off my lawn. Okay, bye. But, like, yeah, that's literally my... <laughs> I was that kid. I was that kid. <laughs> your, your, your mom would have hated me type shit. But. Well, uh, hey, I mean, you've voted pretty well, I think. You're doing pretty yeah. well. Your uh, your music's doing fantastic, so... Yeah, shit. I just got to be unapologetically me. As if I could say anything to, like, the people watching right now, my fans, just, dude, just be you. That's, yeah. that's all you get. That's all you can be. Like we live in a day in a in an age, an era of just fakeness, mm-hmm. and we can see right through that because everyone's fake these days. To be honest with you, like I, I admit it, I've been fake myself towards people. People have been fake towards me. So be yourself and just try to be the best version of yourself. That's all I want to say to people. To be honest, because that's all you can be. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying though. There's like when you're involved with a lot of, you know, artists and a lot of people, you kind of do have to have that in a sense. You have to have a little so bit of that. that. I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, you're going to, we're going to realize real fast that like a lot of it just, it's just business. Mm-hmm. It's like, business. Like yep. you'll see me, you'll see me at a show with someone will dap up and take a picture and be like, oh, is that your friend? No. What do you mean it's not your friend? Oh, no, that's for Instagram. Like they're going to post it later and tag me, but I'm not going to kick with that guy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it is what it is. And like, I know, I know what it is with some people and I'm going to let it be that. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing me. And if, you know, you want to work with me, shit, pay me. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we don't have to be friends, but if you really fuck with me as an artist or even if you don't fuck with me, but you just want the clout, pay me. Like I'm not going to, yeah, I don't do that shit for free anymore. 
Yeah. So, no, I mean that's that's the sign of a you know growing developing. You gotta class. know your worth, especially in this industry. Mm. Like, don't let people fuck you over because everyone wants to fuck you over. Like, yeah. basically, that's what it feels like sometimes. Like, it's not it's not necessarily true. Like, I don't want to put down trying to become like a person in the industry. Like, it's a terrible thing, but like, it's it's not always easy. Like, it's it's hard. You gotta go through a lot of bullshit. You got you're gonna yeah. be around people that you think are like your brothers and. Like you see the shit where like I don't I'm not like a fan of six nine or anything but like you see people he was around and shit like that like it's just like you you never know who you're like you, you it, yeah. to some extent you should know but like you never really know people's true intentions especially in this industry just be wary. Yeah. Like, well, he fucked a lot of people over. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't got shot. That's a whole other story, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that's just like an example. Like you really don't know who's like actually at your back. There's people I consider my brothers. Like I was like, yeah, I, I saw them at the top of me. Like I would dream, like straight up, like I would dream about this shit. Like when we we're like, I go to sleep, I dream about us getting Grammys together and you know living like in like like mansions next to each other. And later, now these people like we like hate each other. Like I'm not saying like hate is a, like a soft word. Like it's like it's bad. Like I, I don't like to be in that type of situation but some people just have done unexcusable things yeah you gotta do sometimes and so like it's it's crazy so you just gotta watch your back in this industry yeah you gotta be bulletproof in a way you know you just like people are gonna say shit you know people taking shots at me doing this you know you just gotta you gotta let it roll off yeah, i'm sure this. you get a lot of shit <laughs> no, 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 no i didn't mean that in like a bad way I'm just, I, I just know how it is whatever you're doing coming up there's always the, the haters are always louder than the supporters yeah and that's the thing yep. too like that's the thing is whether it's like one person, like I told my girlfriend, I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> uh, like I've told my girlfriend, literally, like a million people can tell you, "Oh my God, I love your song." Like you know, like you saying all this shit. You know, keep doing it. I'm gonna share your thing. But like, it takes that one person, that one comment, bro. You're fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit your day job. Like, <laughs> like who let this man on the uh, mic? Like, like fire, fire every producer. Like I like fuck that shit. Like, but it it eats away at you. Like. And yeah. sometimes, like, some people can handle it better than others. And at first, it, like, it hit me really personally. Like, back when I first started, it was it was bad. Like, I couldn't really, like, handle that shit. But, like, I was able to maneuver f- through it. And, like, now I know, like, when to really brush off my shoulders. And sometimes it does. I, I have mental health issues, like, when it comes to anxiety and depression. So, like, that shit, your demons do come up. And they want to fuck with you. And say, be like, remember that one comment? Remember that one person give you a weird look at that one show? Like, it doesn't matter what it is, but... At the same time, like, you got to remember your supporters are still your supporters. And it's yeah. not always easy, but they support you. I know you got your, your people who listen to you. Like definitely, I said, definitely. whether it's like your mom and her friends or, like, like a bigger group, it doesn't matter. Embrace that. You know, cater to them. You see what you can do better. Exactly. I mean, that's all you really can do, you know, especially, you know, competing against the algorithm or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. You just got to be yourself. That's the that's the key. Yeah. Um, I think we take a little break here. Yeah, for sure. Um, get some, get another beer and use the restroom and all that. For sure. Um, we'll be right back, everybody. Dope. All right. So for Sober October, I was going to do Sober October. And uh, we, <clears throat> I was going to do weed. No weed for the month. That, that lasted like a couple days. Yeah. And then, so that's always how it goes. Days. Three days. <laughs> Hey, that's a that's hey, not that's not bad though, dude. <laughs> Three days, especially when you're a fiend. Yeah, I mean, well, shit. I know how it be, bro. I used to. Yeah, that well, that's how I felt. That's I mean, exactly what you said. You're like, well, fuck. Why am I trying to be sober during this? Yeah, not a bad, not a good time. Dude. Yeah. Well, Joe. Ro- to worry about besides sobriety. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, uh, Joe Rogan, he always does his Sober October, and like all of his friends bailed on him. They were like, fuck this. We're oh, not, really? We're not doing That's that funny. this year. <laughs> so I did not feel that bad about it. But um, we're back. All right. Obviously. <laughs> um, so we were kind of talking about weed. Uh, I don't know. I hate you, this stuff. You do? I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, what about like some of your psychedelic experiences? Do you fuck with that at all? Yeah, or? yeah. No, I've done shrooms twice. Okay. Like, so long, maybe mm, twice. Yeah, twice. I've done um, acid like a handful of times, I want to say. Yeah. I don't know. You know how acid be. I, I don't remember. I like. I remember my trips, but I don't remember them. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I've had some weird trips, but yeah. No, I fuck with acid. It's definitely like helped me become a better person mm, and more like agree. at peace with myself as a person. Like some sometimes like you just need a good acid trip. To be honest, I agree. like people who don't haven't done acid, they don't understand. Like, yeah. and I feel like once you've done acid, you can always tell when someone else has done acid. It's just like a whole other like. Like, like level I don't even like, yeah. I don't know how to explain it just like you, you see you some know. You, you know. see some shit and you process some shit you know yeah you really go through like I don't know you really just go through some life changing stuff you really it's it's a I find it to be like a very calm way of thinking through things mm. I personally don't like mushrooms I always have a terrible time on them really um, I just get way into my head but like I feel like with acid I'm able to detach a little bit interesting so yeah no every trip has been different for me like every single trip I mean I think that's how it should be but like, there's I had a trip where it was just a great trip, and I was just laughing the whole time. But trips where I was just like mind fucked and couldn't move from the couch. Like there's trips where I felt adventurous. Like I don't know. And like, um, yeah, the last time I trip was with my with my girlfriend actually, and uh, it was it was fun. Like we we yeah, it was so crazy. We literally like we went for a walk, but like for the most part, we stayed in the room. Like we went outside and like we might be too high to be doing this. Like. <laughs> We have no trip sitter. We're going to get lost. Like, let's be logical. Let's just use what logic is left in our brain yeah, right, right now to say let's go back inside. So we went back inside and had a good trip. So, But, yeah, I fuck with I fuck with psychedelics for sure. I definitely think it's a therapeutic experience for some. Mm. I think if you're not in the right headspace, though, like, you can really fuck yourself up, too. Yeah. And that's kind of the tricky thing with psychedelics is, you know, it, it is very easy, unfortunately, to, you know, I've seen people just get fucking lost mm. in that shit. You know, Me too. it's a it's a scary feeling to see somebody like that. Yeah, it's like uh, you said you've seen somebody like in a trip like that. Oh uh, yeah, well, um, <laughs> was it uh, you? No, so oh. th- this is a long story. So, so I'm divorced, right? Uh-huh. The person my ex wife is fucking right now. Me and him actually worked together and we hung out a little bit. Damn. So yeah, fuck her. But anyways, wow, bro. <laughs> hey, cheers to that. Wow, that's sad. But, but anyways, this guy, I gave him fucking acid one time, mm-hmm. and like he he was just like shit faced drunk, and I was fucking drunk too. Yeah, it was just a bad idea in general. Came to my place, took some acid. Um, my brother in law, who we, who or brother in law, sister's brother, who we lived with, was like smoking weed. And he was like really bothered by the weed, and really upset by the fucking weed. Damn. And uh, he just he just fucking uh, he just lost his shit, like. Yeah, he was just really bothered by it. We then left. I had to like walk him back to his house, and he yeah. just apparently had like the worst experience ever. I never Damn. saw him. Again. You haven't seen him since? No, no. I mean, and then you well. start fucking your ex. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the thing. I feel like if I that dude, dude bro. I feel like if I did see him again, I would punch him in the face, like just straight up, man. I think that I not to get into me, but I just think it's one of the lowest. What if, what if that acid trip caused that? Hmm. Maybe. 
That's just crazy. What the universe did that shit? Well, and that's the thing is his friend. Um, so I walked him back to his house, and as, as I was walking back, his friend was outside the bar because we lived right across from the bar, mm-hmm. and he was like trying to get in a fight with me, and he was talking about how he was gonna like rail train on my ex and all this shit, all this really fucked up, perverted, crazy shit. Gross. And I swear to God, if I was if I was not about to go into full fledged into a fucking acid trip, I would punch him in the face. But I was just sitting there with my fist clenched, and was like, no. That's just such a bad. Like, that's just bad timing I, all around. Yeah, like if I punch him right now, like the cops gonna show up. I'm gonna have to deal with fucking police while I'm tripping. Yeah, it's dude, not nah, tripping over your ex isn't worth it. Like yeah, to be honest, exactly. like and like in general, like there's more fish in the sea. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, but like, I know, exactly. I know how it'd be. Like, I know how it'd be to really just be so hung up over somebody. Especially, it hurts. Especially yeah. being married to somebody. It's a whole nother level. A marriage is. A I I can't level. even like speak on that. Like I don't know shit about that, but like <laughs> I could imagine. Like it it hurts. Like I've been cheated on. Like it's it's not it's not great and yeah i mean yeah i yeah i'm sorry bro that sucks it's all right no yeah. I, you know and i am i'm way happier now I'm you glad. know and that's that's always the sign of a good i divorce. see you doing well bro like yeah we're here yeah we're here <laughs> we're definitely we're both here doing our own things and mm-hmm. you know and like i said uh i've been thinking about this interview or interview slash podcast for you know quite a while yeah i've been uh you've been really planning this shit. i've had it on my calendar for a minute hell yeah no uh, and you know you do a lot on social media and i always see you up there it's really cool shit um, you hear Eddie Van Halen died? Yeah, that was fucking. Yeah, Eddie. my my earliest Eddie Van Halen memory is uh, "Beat It" Michael Jackson. Mm. He was in that track. He does the, the guitar solo. I did not know that. Yep. Damn! Wow. You, you can fact like check I... it if you want. Like I'm telling. Uh, you. No, I'm sure you're. I thought <laughs> it was Paul. Well, I thought it was uh, Paul McCartney. No, no, no. They did a few other tracks together, but uh, you know why they don't? You don't know why they hate each other, right? Paul and Michael. Oh, I didn't know that. Because um, like they they worked together, and then Paul like early in Michael's career, he was telling him like the importance of, like buying like the masters and stuff to like do music and stuff. Oh. And then he was telling Michael that he wanted to buy all the masters to the Beatles catalog. And then Michael was like, "Yo, lawyer, go buy <laughs> go buy the Beatles catalog real quick." So he bought the Beatles catalog. Like, he owned all the Beatles music. Oh. And so Paul McCartney was like, "Well, fuck you," and they stopped being friends. And well, like, fuck! Don't be, a, don't be a dumbass. I guess Jesus. That's <laughs> damn. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Um, while we're on Michael Jackson, I am kind of curious. Uh, oh, I, know. I hate to. I, yeah, I know where yeah, this is yeah, going. Yeah, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all that? All the allegations. I think it's bullshit. To be honest, um, I watched, I watched the Leaving Neverland. I don't say it's bullshit because I'm a fan. I, I'm saying it's bullshit because of the circumstances and the stories that just don't match up. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like actual evidence, like. Stories that, like, uh, one of the supposed victims said happened, like, said it happened, like, the train station in Neverland at this certain date. It wasn't even built at that certain date. They said that happened. Um, and then when you, and you watched the, the, did you watch the, have you heard the counter documentary that came out? Uh, no. It's on, is it on, it's on Hulu or Amazon? One of the two. I think it's what's Amazon. The, what's the counter documentary called? Uh, you could, can you look it up? I forget. It's just look up Michael Jackson documentary. It will be the one after, or like, kids document. I don't know. I don't know. Square one, square one. That's what it's called. The oh. One twenty nineteen, oh. and that one actually has interviews with his his family, like people who knew Michael, not just some kids. Like that's the problem I have with that other documentaries. They didn't put anybody else's opinions. They just said this I this see. is what happened, and this is what we're saying is true. But then I don't know. You look at the fact that he got acquitted twice. Like if you watch the documentary, watch go watch Square One. If you've seen Leaving Neverland, like you can make your own opinions on it. I don't, whatever it's on you, Tubi for free. Whatever, whatever you think of it, 
you know, it's your own opinion. That's fine. We no one really knows what happened. I'm not gonna for sure for sure say like I know I said it was bullshit, but like that's just because of the circumstantial like evidence they had and the lack of evidence they had. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when it comes to it, no one knows besides Michael and the kids that were in that room. It's true. Um, but then again, like I don't believe that, especially just hearing the stories. Like the fact that Wade Robson, his um, uh, one of his alleged victims, um. Literally, like, he set, or Michael set Wade up with his um, niece. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, if, if supposedly <coughs> Michael had this such a, a fascination and love for you and he was grooming you, why would he be like, yeah, like, go, like, date, like, why would he put you in positions, like, and, like, you know, it's really when you look at the background of, like, the victims and, like, their, like, their money troubles and how many times the Wade tried to sue the estate of Michael Jackson for other shit until finally he decided to make this documentary claiming that, that, Michael touched him after he would went on stand on trial what twice and said said that Michael was innocent. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Like if you look into his background, it's sketchy as fuck, dude. Like he like the the family trial, everything's just sketchy. Like if you actually look into the people, not just like the situation. If you look into like their mm. their their relationship with Michael and their falling outs with Michael, each of them have a falling out where the Michael was like they cut he cut him off or. Whatever, but the thing was like Wade, like he Michael gave him opportunities. He's like, here, you direct this, you know, be in this music video, be in this commercial. Here's my here's my niece. Literally, like you're a good kid. I believe in you, basically. Mm-hmm. And then you know, after Michael dies, he comes out and says all this shit. Even though the whole time Michael's alive, he's sucking this dude's dick, not in the way that he said he did. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> he, like he's he's just out here like Michael, like let me let me you know because he was a choreographer. He's like let me. Like choreographed the comeback tour, all the shit, and like they said, no, he was really salty. He tried to sue them, all kinds of shit about like if you look into the background. So when it comes to those victims or the people who said that it happened, there's, it's just too sketchy to me. And when you mm-hmm. watch both documentaries, like I watched the full thing, the first one with with like an open mind. I was like, it could be. I want to hear what they had to say, and I made my own conclusion after studying it and all that stuff because I care about Michael Jackson as an artist because like I feel like he was really like misunderstood person. I just think he was really like fucked up mentally from the shit like being a a trouble like like he was troubled yeah. like he was he his was dad abused. was abusive as fuck he was abused he? and yeah. like at the age of like like by the by the time he was 10 he was doing like strip clubs and shit like oh the, the shit he saw the drug you like <clears throat> all the shit that he went through is like a teen like it's crazy so i mean whatever you believe that's fine I, I respect your opinion but like after what i have researched this is what i believe and i don't think that he did it to be honest no that and that's entirely fair um you know, and that's kind of the that's kind of the difficult thing about it is when things like go unreported and they kind of are just kept under the covers for so long. When more time passes, it's so much harder to like make that confirmed deal. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, I can imagine why people would, you know, maybe think that just because of the position he's in. Yeah. You know that I think that does ring true to a lot of other situations that you know. We oh know yeah. About. You know Harvey Weinstein and all that kind of crazy shit. Bill Cosby. But there's so much other evidence on those other people. Why? Why? Yeah. You know why is there no physical evidence against Michael Jackson? There's a lot of people. Sorry, there's a lot of articles that say like, oh, there's evidence found. But then when you like look at this the Square One documentary and they show the actual like files, there's there, there, there was nothing. The FBI watched him for like ten plus years, found nothing on him. Yeah. You're, want, you're the biggest, you're the biggest star in the on the planet. If they, if they wanted to get something on you, they would have got it on you mm. while you were alive. Why wait until he's dead to be like, oh, he's a rapist? Well, let's cancel him. Like yeah, they were saying it before, yeah. but he was acquitted twice, and you could have believed what he wanted after that trial. But he's he's gone. Like why why bring that? Like it's not. Come on, you're trying to get money, and it's sad. Yeah, 
That is exactly like talking about cuties. Like it's all it's all for profit. Yeah, exactly. It's sick, dude. The industry's sick. And like, if you really want to talk about conspiracies, like I low key think the the industry killed Michael. To be honest. Really? No, yeah. I'm curious, but I have not heard this. He uh, he, he was he was worth more dead than alive. Uh, like in what way exactly? Just like his merchandise and all, all, and all, all that. that. Like like the like think about how much his. Think about how much he sold like after his oh, after he that's de- true. He died. He made and, more money after he was dead. And there's yep. videos like if you really if you really care about it, you can look it up. There's videos, there's phone calls about him like literally him on the phone sounding really drugged up saying they're gonna kill me. Like he was literally talking to people, confiding in people close to him, saying he feels paranoid that these people are and you can hear it in his music. He has songs like Behind the Mask, he has the um it's like all his post mortem stuff that they put out later. Like, um mm. but he has a song called I think it might what, what, is it on it's on some Newer album and it's called Morphine, which is the drug he like died off of. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's there's a lot of like darker shit where he's like it's like almost like he's hinting at us. And then that's when it gets into like the whole like industry shit where like then you have like all the Britney Spears stuff. Like just the way that the industry literally like doesn't care about the artists, they care about pumping out money. And then that's you get into two, you gotta get into Tupac with like did Sugar Knight kill Tupac? Like you gotta get into whole all that shit. So. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I truly do believe that like it, like not truly believe, but I like. 70% believe that the industry killed him. Damn. 70%. Call me crazy. Well, <laughs> you want to look up what the exact details on his death and the doctor? Because isn't the doctor in jail? They, I, didn't did they, get, I think did they convicted out? him. Or is he still in? Oh, maybe he got out. I know. I thought he had gotten convicted of uh, first degree, maybe? I don't know. Oh, manslaughter. Yep. Oh, he's been released. Yep. Okay. What? And one. when. Yeah. He served less than two years. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow. For the king of pop, bro. For that's the king nuts. of pop. Well, that's, I guess that's, like, if you're a doctor, don't you have some kind of, like, immunity? or? Dis- also, the money they also made off the funeral was suspicious, too. Like, the way they're, mm. like, s- like, selling tickets to his funeral. Oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah. they had the open, like, the open casket, the glass casket, didn't they? No, they didn't have an open casket, I don't believe. I don't. Did they? I thought they. I thought they. I remember when he died. I, I remember there was like that. some hoax pictures, like some old pictures that were photoshopped of him. <laughs> They're like, oh, he looks black again. It's like it's because he photoshopped the picture of him sideways. Like, go to images. Yeah, no, it was, it was a close casket. Well, maybe not the funeral. I thought they had like, I thought they had him like lay out for a little bit. Like you know when the Pope dies, they like lay him out. For yeah, a no, little they bit. didn't do that. I feel like it would have been too dramatic to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. No one wants to see that. Like Michael Jackson fucked up his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was actually listening to a recent documentary about plastic surgery, and they were they used Michael which, which Jackson's one? Um, Michaela Peterson podcast. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember what the guy's name was, but they were talking about um, like how he de- he was like that kind of addictive person when it came to plastic surgery and like altering your face. Yeah. Kind of talking about you know like. With Instagram models now that people are like trying to create like this perfect image of themselves. I hate that. Oh, I do. I'm not gonna lie. I hate that shit. Like, dude, I can't. Like, I get it. I get it if you want to like fix up some things. Like, I understand. Like, some people, some women, like they have like they they have a baby and they want to like you know touch it. Like, I, I would support that fully. But when it comes to like trying to make your ass bigger, like, but like yeah. there, there are circumstances circumstances where I believe like oh yeah like a boob job like say you know you had a bunch of kids and you want like that, do that. Fully support that, but like, if you're just fucking up your nose just to like look like a look like a cartoon character, like that's not attractive. I, who the fuck is like, oh yeah, like oh, I want to pick her out. Like no, I want to see a girl with like like what Kenneth Lamar said, like girl with some stretch marks. Yeah, like yeah, I want to see that. a girl who's like 
you know, curve. I want to see that, like, that natural shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't discriminate against nothing like that. Like, be you. Like I said earlier, be you. And that's sexy to me. If you're you and you, you stay true to your morals, you stay true to, you, like, who you are and you're confident in your own body, that's so sexy to me. Yeah. No, like, natural beauty is, um, being supreme in my opinion and i think yeah. like most guys in general they find that more attractive it's almost why did why did girls like think that we want want fake like they just see like the media yeah. the media i guess maybe well it's interesting it's kind of an interesting parallel i think between like guys working out a lot mm-hmm. you know like it's almost it's they're portraying it as working towards you know acquiring the opposite sex but like it's really for their own insecurities insecurities and shit, yeah. and image and all that i get it i mean i it's not that i don't get it i do understand it to an extent but like it's just sad that that's that's the reality we live in where so many people it's are true. so many women so many beautiful women are so insecure and just because like oh i don't look like how beyonce looks do you think beyonce looks like that all the time you think she goes home takes out her makeup and just looks like fucking you know, fucking yeah. super shy Beyonce. <laughs> no, I'm sure she has her bad days too. Like, we're all human. We all shit. We all pee. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we're human. We're gross. Like, we're we're humans. Yeah. Well, and you know how much Instagram posts are like Photoshop too. Like, exactly. it's like they're you know people are especially competing. the Kardashians. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so much controversy on that. What isn't her ass stuffed with like a dirty diaper, basically, or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, look up her fucking ass. Like her. Yeah. Let, pic- let, let's look, let, for for scientific reasons. Let's look at yeah, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Let's look at Kim Kardashian. <laughs> We're not the first people to do this. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Have you seen her sex tape? Like in, no, I, I, a little, like, I don't know. I didn't really. Did you have you seen it? A little bit. I don't know. I didn't like. Yeah, look at that shit. Bro. That show like unnatural. Yeah, That's not sexy at all. That that fourth one, that fourth one, that middle one, the top. Like look that ne- next one left to the left of that. I don't okay, well that right. that one. This one. Yeah, look how f- that is. She has like a bowling ball in her ass. That's yeah, what dude. it looks like. Kanye is hitting that. <laughs> dude, well, he he's like four kids by her. Well, she cheated on him. I'm pretty sure, right? I mean, I'm the sure whole... they cheated on each other. They're yeah. they're like they probably got open. They're so famous, deal. dude. Yeah, fucking Will Smith and Jada it's the entanglement. Of... <laughs> That's kind of the thing when you have all that power. Like you kind of you know that money kind of lets you just what? goes to your head. Oh, not just goes to your head, but like it is like it does it does open new doors. Like you can fuck women you've never fucked before. You can fuck dudes that would never holler at you before. Like it's like it's tempting. Yeah, some like, pe- I guess some people just ride with it. No. You familiar with uh, Ralphie May, the stand-up comedian? The one who died? Yeah. 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 He, I was listening to this bit the other day about him and Kobe, and he was talking about, you know, all the allegations, like how his wife still mm-hmm. stayed with her, and how she had like a $4 million ring. He's like, ladies, let me all tell you, if you had a $4 million ring, you would let him fuck anyone. You would be pushing him into her. <laughs> My girl whooped my ass. No, she that, like, are you serious? Like you got me this ring and you're gonna do that? Yeah, and that's <laughs> how it should be. I mean, yeah. but it, it's just kind of interesting how like when you're in. Oh that, yeah, dude, we live in such a world of just like clout chasing and gold yeah. diggers and yeah, we live in yeah, it's, it's so fucked up because like that's the sad thing too about being a celebrity. I feel like it's like you never know anyone's true intentions. Like when it comes to dating, mm. when it comes to the, all that shit. Like, is that's it for? True. Is it for the publicity? Do you really care about me? Like, and I've had, I had to deal with that myself. Like, I'm not even, like, on that level at all. I'm a, I'm not, like, a low, I'm, like, a Iowa famous rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even gonna tell I'm famous, but, like, I'm well-known. So yeah. people, like, you know, they still, it's, like, 
do you really fuck with me or do you just want me to like tag you on Instagram and you know you get some followers like that shit sucks dude like I hate that like friends not just relation like not just like romantic relationships or sexual relationships like friends that mm-hmm. like, you are you really my friend or you just want to post me getting fucked up on your story to be like oh you know Benny the Jet oh shit what introduce me bro like as dumb as that sounds that has happened like my roommate has blocked people because they've been like yo can you introduce me to Benny he's like dude I'm not gonna entertain that like that's yeah. So I don't know. It's it's annoying and like I don't know. It's just yeah. That's all I really got to really say about it. <laughs> no, I I get that. You know, it's it's really hard to tell in this day. It's really interesting how social media has really morphed people's thinking and really morphed relationships. Like how socially distant we are. You know, especially during COVID. You know, <laughs> literally socially distant. That's funny. Uh, it's uh yeah, it's really sad times. Do you think we're? Do you think this engine is ever gonna stop, or do you think we're just gonna keep going into this social media wormhole? What do you like? What do you mean? Oh, you know, just kind of what we're talking about. You know, people, you know, having a certain image. You know, putting so much time. You know, faking themselves to get that tag on Instagram. I mean, do you think has it has it ever? It's literally been the same thing all our lives. It, whether it's Instagram or like back in the day, like with like portraits. Like, do you think George Washington was as as like? You know, you know what I'm saying, like shit, like that, like our, our our whole lives we've been manipulating our um our image in order to like stay, um you know, like like an image people are gonna want to see like in history books in sure. a way if that makes sense. Like in our own way, social media is our history book now. But do you think social media is um you know heighten that or amplify? Oh, that? definitely. I guess that's I guess that's my question. If the oh no, I don't think it's ever gonna stop. Like it's literally something inside of us. It's it's, it's literally social media just plays into our insecurities in my opinion and um i mean social media is great and it's also the devil like it will literally make you you know want like it can, it can inspire you you can see people put put inspiring content or you can hate yourself you know there's a lot of girls that are like you know are like anorexic and stuff because they see like these beautiful models and stuff they're like oh i don't look like that oh like i you know it's just it's just this thing where they want to go and then edit their photos and look better and so i don't think it's ever going to really stop because it's literally been the same thing since like the dawn of time i'm sure back in the day like jesus like like the jesus days and stuff like i'm sure people were manipulating shit back then too like in their own ways you never know yo can you make some more fish for me (laughs) right (laughs) exactly give me those fish followers (laughs) you think jesus really like man jesus was probably like the og of like of like um trolling to be honest (laughs) like like, do you you think you really turn water into wine like (laughs) It's tr- it could be like you know I I'm not, whatever you believe in whatever but like Jesus like come on man turning water into wine that's like a cheap parlor trick bro <laughs> put some Kool Aid in that bitch yeah like his miracles <laughs> overall weren't really that impressive you know <laughs> they're, they're like Dude, it, I can pull up, tricks I, I can pull up all his miracles right now on TikTok like straight up I can just use TikTok effects boom I'm Jesus like man. Just give everybody fucking acid. And they, you know, oh God, he's floating. He's going in the sky. Right. <laughs> Did you think they had like psychedelics back then? Oh yeah. Um, there's speculation that the bush that you know, the, the supposed bush. bush. Yeah, that's DMT. Mm, I like that. So Are there, have you done DMT? I have not. I have not either. Um, what do you do DMT? See, I have mixed feelings about. Well, I actually have mixed feelings about tripping in general. Me. Well, so I recently tried. What was it? MEO DM M M M E four ACO DMT something like that. It's basically government grade mushrooms. Mm. 
Mm. And it's like, it's meant, it was, it's used like in psychological warfare. And I took like way too much of this shit. What the like, fuck? Drinking. And like, I literally went into like an alternate reality. Like, I took it. What? I was outside. Like, 10 minutes later, the fucking trip dial went up and I just like lost my fucking shit. How, how does, um, how that, like, what's it like tripping on that shit? Bro? Oh, it was like, horrible. It, like, we, I was like, in a does it last like a long time or is it? See, quick? that was the thankful part. Um, I actually ended up taking a trazodone, which was like kind of a benzoyl. Yeah, I know it. Um, so that really helped calm me down quite a bit um, and kind of just end the trip. Um, but yeah, it lasted like four hours. And it was just fucking horrible. I, was I mean, like that's a, not as bad as like a 12-hour like, acid trip, though. Yeah, but I don't know. But it was just so weird. Like, I did not, I just did not feel myself at all. I felt, I, I was, was having like murderous thoughts even. Really? Like, that's the thing when I, like, when I went oh, really no. tripped. Oh, and, which no. is completely unlike me. Like, I'm not like a violent murderous person at all. But for some reason, when I take that fucking mushroom compound, like, I just, that's just what happens. Damn. Really? So that's why you don't do shrooms anymore? Yeah, I just, I've been in too many bad places. I just get way too many. How head. many times did you trip? You asked me. How many times did you trip? Oh, trip total? Oh. Well, I mean, okay, how many times did you So done? I've taken acid probably like 10, 15 times. Okay. And, and I've shrooms. taken shrooms like four times. Okay. So you're, you know what you, you can handle and can't handle. Exactly. That's right. good. I'm experienced. Um, the year, the year leading up to my divorce, I took a lot of acid. And I think yeah. that played a huge part in me. You realizing how bad that relationship was and leaving that. Did, did you? So you left the relationship, or I did. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No. How um, many like personal? I was just wondering. No, you're fine. No. Uh, like if anyone, you know, anyone listening is ever in a bad relationship, I, you know, highly recommend that they, you know, stay out of that. You know, get, yeah. try to get out of that as much as possible. Dude, I was in a toxic ass relationship. Like it was bad. It lasted way too long. Like, yeah, I, she ruined like a lot of shit for me. Like friendships, all kinds of stuff. It's I, like it's hard to like it was trying to get to get back to it. It was just like get back to myself after that relationship it was really hard. But you know, it took. <laughs> do you want like set up to the microphone? Like, do you want to talk about your own experiences? <laughs> These mics pick up. All I don't mean to, like call you out, but that they can definitely hear everything you just said. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, I love so... you. <laughs> I love my girlfriend, y'all. <laughs> now she's embarrassed. All right, sorry. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so, so what about the future of? Uh, I guess I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are, like where we're headed. Twenty, in, you know, 2020 this has been a crazy as a fucking society year. Or is just what? in general, what I guess, what do you think? We're a couple years in. I feel like we're comfortable at this point. What, what do you, what, do, what do you think is gonna happen? Uh. I mean, I just think it's going to be more of the same. When mm. I say more of the same, I mean, it's just going to be a lot of curveballs. Like, it's yeah. going to be shit we're not expecting. Like, we don't expect, like, 2020 has been just a year of, like, surprises. Like, every month there's, like, something new, whether it's, like, Killer Hornets or Kobe dying or COVID or mm. whatever it is, there's going to be something new. And, like, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's just such a weird time. Like, I literally just feel it. Like, the atmosphere is different. Like, whether you believe what you believe in, like, when it comes to religion or, like, you know, like the Big Bang Theory, whatever it is, like I just feel like things are weird as fuck right now, and it almost does feel like a simulation sometimes. Mm. And like as crazy as that sounds, like it does sometimes. It's like, damn, like are we like in a weird glitch in the Matrix or some shit? Yeah. Or, or like alternate universes too. Like, do we slip into an ultimate dimension where now we're in a pandemic? Like, it reminds me of like Rick and Morty shit. I was just thinking that, and that's like I think like that's that Cronenberg uh, the... episode yeah. where they can just go to different planets and be like or different dimensions and be like. Uh, 
oh, this is a planet where we didn't fuck it up as bad, but now we're in a planet where it's a pandemic. Now we're in a planet where everyone's monsters. Like, so it reminds me of straight up. Yeah. It's like Rick and Morty. <laughs> Ultimate dimensions. Like, you know, not to spoil Did you watch most of it, Rick and Morty? Uh, I haven't seen season four. Okay, so you're one, two, three. The, the, one of the most shocking things when they begin season seven, he just killed himself and buried himself. Like, yeah, I that, that's like probably never been done in TV history. And like, I remember just that's watching how, that, and, and then like, the rest of the show is just them in the other yeah. reality. And you forget, you it's forget like, that it's like, oh, yeah, it's not even not, a big deal. It's just yeah. like, what? all right, so the two people who we started this show with are just dead, and this is just like their other version of themselves, and we're just riding with it the whole time. Mm-hmm. There's such like a nihilistic tone that show that I just, I, I just love so much. Yeah, I That's haven't good. seen season four. I don't think it's on any of the platforms. Yeah, no, it's, it's not on Hulu or anything. Cable. Yeah, it sucks. I need to see it. I heard it's good. Yeah. But, like... You know, speaking about, like, technology and kind of alternate all that, like, VR just scares the fuck out of me. Why? Oh, just... I I feel like it's just such an easy thing for people to get sucked into. We were... What was, oh, true. We were talking to... I think it was G7. He talked about how he fell... Or no, no, no. Jake with the Freak. He was talking about how he took an edible and like he doesn't really smoke and he just got really high and he like fell asleep and then woke up in VR in Skyrim and he like for a second he like thought he was just like tripping the fuck out. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. There are people that like spend like weeks in fucking VR. You know? Yeah. No, I I understand it. I've seen a lot of VR videos on YouTube and stuff, but I've done I've played VR but like I don't know. I haven't played like um excuse me, burping from this fucking drink. Uh, I haven't played like a lot of um, like VR like like interactive games with other people. Just been like mm-hmm. uh, like the the Beat Saber and stuff. Like just like real quick fun games you can play with your friends. But like, yeah, I can understand like the 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 intrigue and like the way you can just get lost in that shit. Because yeah. it's like our lives are like just like like society sucks. Like ultimately, like it's it's people will drag you down daily. Like, it's just, it's hard. Like, life is hard. So, like, it's really nice to escape into that alternate yeah. reality. So. Um, well, shit, we've been going for a while. We've been going about hour 45. It's been a pretty good episode. Um. Yeah, you should have some good shit to chop up. and. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Do you edit it yourself or? Um, yeah, I mean, it's usually, I like, I like to treat like it's live, you know, okay. so it's pretty, you know, unfiltered. I, I mean, unless there was anything you really wanted to take out. Yeah. You, you know, but. Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you, I'm unapologetically me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You're, you're a great guest. You, um, you know, you're doing a lot in the scene. I really enjoy that. Um, I guess before we log out here, um, you know, what's, what's your social and all that? How can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Benny Jet, um, on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, Pandora, whatever the fuck you have, you can find me on there. Um, you can ask Alexa to play Benny the Jet Radio. I should play it. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> uh, my Twitter is Benny the Jet underscore underscore underscore. My Instagram is Benny the Jet underscore underscore. Um, I have a Facebook page, like a, like a uh, Benny the Jet like official page. You can follow that. Um, but I post the same shit on there. Just post on my uh, my Instagram and stuff. So. Yeah, you can just find me anywhere. Just look at Benny the Jet. Um, unfortunately, like Benny the Jet is pretty common, so I'm not the first <laughs> thing that pops up. Like you'll see, like there's like a like a bo- or, uh, martial artist named Benny the Jet who always pops up first, and then you get the Sandlot a lot. But that's always the bitch of it, huh? Like trying to find originality in the yeah. day, days and ages. Well, hey man, this has been a great fucking episode. I'm oh, really yeah. glad that you came on. Um, I'm a little faded, so <laughs> again, same, same. I, the universe, I think, is telling us to. 
um, wrap up. But no, it's been a great conversation. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about a lot and got one down a lot. Yes, sir. Follow my boy McAllister, bro. This man, he's doing some good shit. Go check him out. Please go check him out. Keep supporting if you're watching. Continue to support my boy. He also makes music. We might do a song together soon. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I appreciate you having me on, man. Okay. I'm a motherfucking guy. Hell yeah. I'll drink to that. Hell yeah. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have Zach Henneke on. He does, uh, like, lamps and other kind of shit. Custom lamps and shit. Yeah, yeah, like uh, different like wood structures. Like That's you cool. just really are just cool. So. That's dope. I like that you have like other artists, like not just like musical artists. Yeah, That's we cool. we definitely try to get a variety here. Right? Cool. I even want to get like political people on here sometimes. Oh, nice. So, all I'll right, definitely be back. Yeah, we will definitely Believe be back. That. I'll be back. <laughs> Believe that. All right, buddy. Peace out. Have a good night. Thank you everybody for listening slash watching to today's episode. Uh, really interesting, great time with Benny the Jet. I previously said, previously said, um, sorry, it's been, as you may be telling the episode, it's been a uh, night of uh, drinks and love hydration. So, uh, I hope it was all great content for everybody. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have um, Zane Henneke, I believe his last name is pronounced. Um, he does a lot of really cool, like I said, mentioned before, he does a lot of really cool woodworking kind of stuff. He makes really interesting lamps. Um, I also want to describe his. You guys ever what's the movie Nine? Yeah, like very similar to that kind of stuff. Um, I really, I'm gonna encourage him to really bring a couple of props. Hopefully, we'll look over that. It's gonna be a really fun episode. Definitely gonna be one. Want to be something that you watch on YouTube. Um, like I mentioned before, if you subscribe to the Patreon for just a dollar a month, you can get those, get that content exclusive. That's my freaking sellout plug. Joe Rogan did. So can I. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers. Peace. Um, we'll see you next week.